This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. With me today is Hans, who is talking about considering joining TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, look for me doing all those dances with my wife, even though I can't dance at all. I'm completely rhythmless. Fortnite dance. What's oh, the, it's ahead, terrible. Try it out. I don't even know what that is. Is that is it Just this? Do your best. <laughs> I don't know. I think that is, it, is actually the uh, that's just, the hokey pokey. What is sure. it? You rub your belly and your head on the same. I don't know. That's I'm an old man. About. I'm an old man. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I I'm the type of dancer that can't move his arms if he's moving his legs. Like because I'm Latin American, my mom has tried to teach me how to dance for like 30 years and every time i'm like i can't move my legs if i'm moving my arms so it's mm. either the top or bottom so i'm very i'm very whitewashed when it comes to that you know latin rhythms are not my friends no it's very unfortunate maybe you just gotta watch dirty dancing havana nights yeah Have who's, who's starring who stars in that diego luna right that's racist you fuck <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> I think he does. It's one of those Hispanic guys from E2, Mama, Tom BM. Maybe it's the other one. Maybe it's the less famous one. Anyway. Oh, it is Diego Luna. Holy Aha, shit. See? You see, what the fuck? Of a career-ending uh, uh, position. And what I the fuck? Sure. I thought, didn't Diego Luna do like Star Wars and shit? What was he doing to this thing? Oh, it's 2004. Uh, All right. It was, right, yes, it was from... right after. It was like his U.S. debut, probably. Well, it was so, right before Mr. Lonely, which you're a huge fan of, right? Well, I have not actually watched that movie, so I can't really play along and say, oh, yeah, I love that if it's a piece of shit. I've actually heard good things about Mr. Lonely, but I, I don't have much of a taste for Harmony Corinne between, we'll say, right after Gummo to... Trash Humpers, maybe. Right. So his real movies. Yeah, I guess so. Well, tr- I mean, Trash... I mean, you you could make the argument Trash Humpers is not a real movie. Sure. But it's not... I, I threw it on just out of the blue because I was in the mood for Harmony Corinne and I think I had just watched The Beach Bum in theaters and that was pretty good. It wasn't as good as Spring Breakers, but that's that's fine. And it turned out to be a whole lot better than I was expecting it to be. So is there a is there a plot to it? Uh, n- not exactly. Okay. There's not not a plot. Like there's a there's a seemingly linear motion to to what the characters are up to, but I I wouldn't call it a plot necessarily. Okay. Is there dialogue? Can they talk through those masks? If I rec- and now it's been three years that was 2018 i i i want to say there is dialogue though okay although limited limited um well we're uh we're working on an episode on uh on him and larry clark right coming up soon maybe uh yes where i'm gonna have to watch all that stuff that i'm a fan favorite of the children is larry clark children love larry clark yeah (laughs) (laughs) larry clark loves horny children i think Um, that would be more he loves diseased children especially i don't that seems to be a recurring trend is children with problems right yeah inner city horny children that have aids 
not even necessarily interstate. Well, I mean, yes, that that's all correct. But he does decide to branch out into the suburbs, and there's some weird moments galore in movies like Ken Park, where uh, the dad is like, he's got kind of a rivalry with his son, and then he gets drunk one night and tries to suck him off. Yeah. Dad ever try to drunkenly suck you off in bed? No, mate. That's like me. When we get drunk, we cry. <laughs> we just, we just cry about it. He cries about like past failures. That's me and my dad. No, I mean, I, I prefer to watch my dad cry than watch him try to suck me off. So I guess it's a good thing. Your dad never climbed into bed with you and said, and started pulling your boxers down and said, hey, oh, it's, relax. It's just me, dad. No. Oh, he's trying to no. fit, his, fit, his, fit your dong in his mouth. No. Oh. No. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's probably good. It means Jesus, you have a healthy fuck. relationship. Can you imagine? Oh, Jesus. Goddamn. No. That's never. Hey, it's, just, no. it's just me. It's dad. Oh, that makes me feel better about this. This yeah. is a new version of cuddling. Let me just uh, show you my love. <laughs> Let me Oof. show you my five o'clock shadow, my dry lips, scent of beer on my on my chin. That's let me just it. breathe hey. all. Let me breathe all my breath, all your balls. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> sounds good. No, no, that's not happened. <laughs> good. Let's leave it at that. Hey, but speaking of disturbed children, children with problems, tonight we're talking about the 2000 film, a classic yes. of yep. Japanese cinema, of world cinema, Battle Royale. How about right. that? We finally got to Battle Royale. I don't even know what episode this is because if we go by YouTube, it's probably one number episode. If we go by Spotify, it's a totally different number of episode. But uh, this is going to be, well, let's say this is the Hall. Would you say that Battle Royale is a horror movie? Uh, I don't think so. There's nothing scary, really, other than like reality, I guess, and what you would do to survive. Even though uh, after rewatching it today, uh, it was definitely much cornier than I remember. Mm. Uh, there's There's a lot of the typical you know, Asian movie tropes of things are kind of emotional, even though, you know, it's not really supposed to be. And at times it's just a little corny, especially after watching the second one, which is absolute shit. Um, I still liked it. I just, I completely forgot about like just slow moments where they're just very naive and very like, oh, you, you're the bad guy. You're one of the bad people in the movie. So I'm just going to be your friend. And here's my taser. I wonder what you're going to do with that taser. And then she gets fucking killed. Um, but yeah, it's still, I, I think it's a, um, one of those movies that has uh, been imitated a lot, but no one's brave enough to go as far as the movie goes when it comes to violence and when it comes to, I guess, teenage, like visual, visceral violence as it happens here. Uh, like, you know, Hunger Games is, is like a copy of it, but it's like a PG version of it with like hot white people. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's it's fine. You didn't see the second one, right? I've seen the second one a few times, but it has always been extremely difficult for me to maintain my attention yeah. uh, on it because it is just so different from that first movie tonally. And I, I think... They made a gigantic misstep 
in changing the whole format of the game and trying to make it about the surviving characters from this one. I think it's, look, I think it, it takes a big swing with what it does and what its messaging is. And I don't uh, dislike that necessarily, but I think it fails as a film. It certainly fails as a sequel to a great film uh, like Battle Royale. I, I, to the corniness that you're mentioning with the characters, it does feel very Japanese teen drama at times, but yeah. I think that's also intentional where uh, these characters are, I, I mean, many of them are anyway, as two-dimensional as possible, and their hang-ups are very of the era, I, mm-hmm. I think specifically uh, teenage hang-ups, not dissimilar to uh, maybe a more cartoonified version of what you'd see on my so-called life or any show like that in America in the nineties or Dawson's Creek actually might be a better example. My so-called life was like the dark version yeah. of those WB shows for that period of time. So Wait, was that a dark show? It, yeah, I was they, too old. They dealt with more. You were too old for my so-called life. I think so. Yeah. When, he, oh, when we got fuck. it here. <laughs> okay. Well, I maybe we'll... you guys got it a couple years late. Cause that ended yeah. in like 93 or 94. Uh, it ended in 95. I was nine years old. But we we got everything like 10 years after. So I, like, I don't even remember that seeing that show. I only um, remember that show because my health teacher in middle school played us an episode of My So-Called Life. She played the pilot with uh, Angela and Jared Leto and this and that. And then uh, she played an episode, I think, with Ricky getting kicked out of the house. And Ricky was the gay feminine guy the black guy who was also in Rent. And uh, I'm not even really sure what the health lesson was there because they didn't deal with AIDS or anything. I think there was an AIDS scare at some point, but um, not on that episode. So that, I mean, my so-called life would deal with things like my mom has a bipolar disorder and she's jealous of me and the husband is sleeping with somebody else and I, I'm an outsider. I have to dye my hair purple this month and my best friend is a gay guy. And my other best friend is a Christian virgin. I can't relate to anymore. It dealt with like more relatable shit, I think, to the average teenager in 1994 than Dawson's Creek, which was like, I live on my dad's ranch and it's I'm so pretty, but I got these two girls. I can't decide which one I won. Joshua Jackson, who's a chubby faced little cutie, is trying to get my business and take Katie Holmes off my hands. But I kind of like her more. What do I do? You got James Vanderbeek, right? He's in that show. Yeah, I, James I, Vanderbeek. I never like that was when I was in my early teens, I guess, uh, when those shows came out, and I never really cared. The only one I, I liked was uh, I think it was Party of Five, but because Jennifer Love Hewitt would show her titties sometimes, like on cleavage, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I think that's the one. <laughs> but I was I was always into just like comedy you know, of the time, never into anything dramatic or anything like that. So I guess that's why I wasn't exposed to it. Like Degrassi, ne- why? Like I've, I, I guess the most- Degrassi. I, listen, no. I, I watched, I watched later, De- hold on. There's different eras of Degrassi. <laughs> so there's the Canadian Degrassi uh, right. that was in the, on the, in the 80s. And then they had Degrassi, I think it was called Degrassi The Next Generation, which was my period of time. Right. And they played that on Noggin. I think it was Noggin or it was, it was some offshoot of the Nickelodeon network that was meant for Jeez. teenagers my age. Okay. And that dealt 
that that was a little more my so-called life than Dawson's Creek or anything like that because you had the teenagers actually dealing with pretty real shit, but it was always completely ridiculously done. So it'd be like, oh, Paige is uh, anorexic this week, but uh, you know her best friend Liberty, who's a nerd, is actually a slut and she's pregnant now. And this is. It was just over the top. And, oh, Spencer is, uh, you know, he's a fat goth guy, and he's starting to cut himself. And he, he someone's got b- bipolar disorder. Craig has bipolar disorder. He's off his meds. He's foaming at the mouth. Um, I just uh, Googled nogging because I'm not familiar with that. It's uh, programming yeah, blocks. Nogging. It's nogging. Yeah. Nogging. Uh, nogging. Sorry. Egg yeah. Yeah. The N was a nighttime programming block, and the logo, it's a black hand with an N in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Ahead of their time. Netflix just stole that. The Netflix N, the dreaded N. Yes, the N was was good. I don't really recognize any of these shows. A Walk in Your Shoes, Big Kids, Best Friends Date, Girls vs. Boy, LOL, with the N. (laughs) <laughs> LOL with an end, which is that Patri- <laughs> that Patrice O'Neill show where he just uh, criticize <laughs> criticize online videos. Uh, you got Miracle Boys, O'Grady out there, real axis in the end, South of Nowhere, and Spunk. Don't even Spunk. I don't know. But then you got uh, let's see, uh, Brady Bunch, Clueless, Daria, Dawson's Creek, Degrassi. Next Generation, The Grassy Junior, High, A Different World, Fresh Prince, The Hills. Yeah, so I guess it was more uh, aimed to teenagers, right? When it's like, oh, you can't watch cartoons, you're 13. That's too old for cartoons, right? Right, so it was definitely meant for uh, teenagers during that time. And uh, all those titles sound familiar, I couldn't place a, a fragment of an image to what any of them were so degrassi is the only one that stuck out in my head and you know who appeared on degrassi drake kevin smith kevin smith oh. appeared on degrassi yeah well drake did too drake got shot up in the school shooting by the the creepy guy who's into fat girls didn't kevin smith do a jay and silent bob thing for degrassi yes that's so kind of embarrassing he decided to do an episode <laughs> Where it was going to be Jay and Silent Bob are going to have their movie shot at the Grassy Junior High. And then Ugh. he just winds up doing, he kind of did the same thing with The Flash where it was like, it was supposed to be a one-off and then he gets a little too hung up on everything and sticks around for too long. And I remember they released like his, uh, mm-hmm. his string of episodes onto DVD. Shortly I remember around. that. Because he did like, he did like five episodes or something like that. Yeah. Whatever constituted almost a feature film ridiculous i remember in canada that was huge when i was living there they released like the dvd like the kevin smith episodes or whatever and i used to i i like kevin smith at that time but i even then i couldn't bring myself to watch that show because i was like 21 oh. yeah i was getting pretty long in the tooth myself yeah. i was still tuning in to see what page and liberty <laughs> and whatever and i don't know all those kids were up to because it was it was all right what else was there to watch? I kind of it was the closest thing I could understand uh, to the appeal of something like a Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero, which all my female cousins would tune into in the early nineties. So right, I don't know Baywatch. 
Nah, <laughs> I, I won't even watch Baywatch now. That has no appeal to me. You see hunk David Hasselhoff running down the beach. Pam Anderson. He wasn't even in shape at all. He, he, he had like a barrel body like in the 60s, but this was the 90s. And he was still like the main guy. Uh, even though, you know, post Arnold, post Stallone bodies happened and he was still just like you know i'm just a schlubby guy with a hairy chest and i'm i'm the boss like i I honestly don't remember anything other than you know it had blonde women with big titties but i never i don't think i ever watched a full episode to even know what it was about other than oh these people are rescuing people i guess did you see the the rebooted film with the rock no yeah why i'm never gonna watch why (laughs) why would you good you know what i used to watch you know what i used to watch that was baywatch related uh son of the beach do you ever watch that yes yes and we talked about this i think when around the time you first came on as co-host we we briefly talked about son of the beach and i would check that out every so often that was i think the first or one of the first original fx shows that the shield that was all during the uh the early aughts and that seemed like a fine show fine comedy show yeah, it was, you know, comedy of the 2000s where you can get away with a lot of things that you can't get away with. And it was just very offensive. Uh, but yeah, I, I never had any interest in in watching any Baywatch or any any dramatic things, really. Like at the time, I was really into Seinfeld. I was really into like just goofy shit like that that I can think of right now. Us. Uh, What's the, is it step by step where that had Cody in the van? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that yeah, was, that's, that's from the 90s. I mean, that, so you were, okay, so this actually does sync up though with Costa Rican television or whatever, getting mm-hmm. uh, everything 10 years behind. So it makes sense that after all that ends, you then get that, the syndicated version of that and get yeah. into it. What I was well, watching during that time was a lot of Comedy Central and that was uh, 90s SNL kids in the hall that type of thing that that was constantly playing on comedy central in the summertime in the in the daytime and then at night i guess i would get into like whatever was on adult swim or i don't know i i would i mean sometimes you would get stuck watching sitcoms with your parents or something so king of queens or cosby or becker i'm not becker i i watch becker on my own or uh, everybody loves Raymond. All these shows you you kind of wind up going back to as you get old, or at least I did. Yeah, well, we didn't get cable here until like I want to say the year maybe two thousand. Uh, so a lot of the syndicated programs that we wouldn't get before, like I, I would watch uh, Third Rock from the Sun, uh, uh, Seinfeld, Friends. Uh, wings do you remember wings yeah i well Cheers. i never watched wings i would check out wings uh when it was they like to throw episodes of wings on at 3 30 in the morning on yeah. basic cable if you're if you're up yeah so shit like that you know just like comedies from that time I, i'm looking at the list of other shows but it was mostly at least the ones that i can remember uh king of queens definitely everybody loves raymond uh but I, I don't know. At that, at that point in my life, I was not really into anything that wasn't just funny and silly. Oh, Home Improvement was another big one. Uh, they kicked Tim Allen to the curb for Chris Evans. Did you see that? What? For that Lightyear movie. They're doing a, it's the real Buzz Lightyear. Because they have nowhere uh, else to go at this point. Eventually we'll get the real Woody. 
and it'll it'll be somebody. It'll probably just be Tom Hanks again. Uh, but all right, I don't care. Tim Allen was the voice of that, right? But Tim Allen's also a Republican. That's right. Not in their business anymore. So, when did you discover Battle Royale in the midst of all those sitcoms and and Son of the Beach? Uh, when I moved to Canada, I had a roommate that loved Japanese monster movies, and he recommended that one once. Uh, just for me to watch it and i i watched it was like 2000 i want to say 2006 maybe uh and from then on i've seen it like three times so i haven't really seen it that many times but <clears throat> we would have a monster tuesdays where his friends would come over and we just watch japanese monster movies and this is like the worst thing you've ever and... revealed on the show by the way. <laughs> you're talking about beating up homeless people but monster tuesdays with friends Mm-hmm. When you're when you're a grown man at that point, you're I believe you're in your twenties, I think, in two thousand six. I mean, you? I was I was out of the third world into the first world, just being like, I guess this is what white people do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I guess getting together with friends and and drinking while watching whatever Gamora movie from the sixties or whatever. That's cool, and that introduced me to a lot of like Godzilla shit that I still like. So fuck you, don't shame me. <laughs> it's it's embarrassing that's humiliating that's yeah monster tuesdays mark it on the calendar well listen we would also who's bringing the nachos the bag of pringles for for monster tuesdays we would also watch uh rough snyder comedies so uh i don't know pick pick one or the other the hot chick or uh godzilla versus mega godzilla anyway so you discovered it that way i assume on like a dvd or something along those lines yeah he I, was a collector um, too he he used to uh he used to lie to the government because he had a cash job uh and then he would get government assistance and then he would get paid under the table so he would just spend his money on like dungeons and dragon figurines nice it's very cool it's <laughs> a very very cool guy <laughs> shout out to went, went, all went back to hasbro and uh company so I uh, I forget how I discovered Battle Royale. I want to say this was the first Asian foreign film that I watched that wasn't like a Godzilla movie or something along those lines. Something, you know, ridiculous. And uh, I think I found it on... Oh, here's what happened. I realized that you could actually purchase things from Amazon.co.uk. And so I got hung up on the idea of getting some movies that you could not get in America. And during this time, I, I am fairly certain Battle Royale was one of them that did not have a DVD release or, or anything um, in the U.S. at that time. So I got myself a region-free DVD player. And the first thing I bought from Amazon.co.uk was a bunch of like best of seasons of Big Brother UK. Okay. I wanted to get a vibe of that what was going on over there in 2000 2001 was it terrible because i cannot imagine it being not very entertaining well it's i i didn't mind the first two seasons because the characters were interesting but the whole the here's the thing uk big brother and this is strictly for the people who, who tuned into that survivor episode knew what we were talking about i guess yeah uh big brother us and big brother uk are very different games they're very different shows so the the Big Brother UK is a lot like the real world, and Big Brother US is more like Survivor. So Big Brother US, you scheme, you cheat, you lie, you do whatever it takes to get to the end because the only people that are voting are in the house. 
And so you right. can win the show by completely being uh, a villain and manipulating everyone. On Big Brother UK, the people deciding who gets the boot each week and who wins the show are the viewing audience. And they don't okay. like schemers. They don't like manipulators. They don't like people who try to control their own destiny or get snarky or are interesting characters. They like the nice person. So is everyone just polite? With each other, just so. Oh, no. no, this is what's interesting, I guess, about the UK during that time. And it would last for a while with the UK. The people they cast just don't give a shit. They don't care about that. They try not to think about that, which I kind of appreciate. Um, and eventually, at a certain point, I think the UK audience would start picking more interesting winners. But it's always been a problem with that series, is um, boring people getting to the end, winning the show over the more interesting villainous uh, character. So I would check those out and it just seemed like a bunch of middle-aged people partying for three months. And I was kind of like, this this is cool as a time capsule for 2000, 2001 of people in the UK. Like there's a dude named Bubble who's just hor- horrendous, ugly as fuck. Big old potato nose, wore a bowler cap and a bowler British. shirt. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, Typical British man, yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh he, he was very entertaining and i anyway this is completely unrelated well the listen film... my my only exposure to big brother was when it came to mexico uh and the whole selling right. point was like hey if you watch this they might show their tits because it's 24 mm-hmm. 7 guess who never show their tits every woman <laughs> in that show <laughs> so it was just like i guess People will tune in. I think they would have to pay a subscription to watch the... It was like a subscription service to watch the 24-hour yes. feed. Uh, and right. then otherwise, you would just watch the hour, uh, I guess, I don't know, the, uh, that they There's would do what night. summary broadcast. Yeah, yeah. summary. Yeah, that's the word I couldn't think of. Uh, but uh, but they never showed anything. So it's just like, oh, I, I who cares? Like, it's just celebrities that I don't know. Because uh, a place like Mexico, and th- they do that here too. It's really funny because um, they they sometimes just get, um, I guess they just steal ideas from, from, I guess, Europe, which is what the United States does with reality shows all the time. So we have, a, we have kind of like an America's Got Talent that they try to do, uh, but it didn't really work because there's not a lot of talented people here. And also the celebrities they use is just people that are on TV here, which is like, who gives a fuck? You know, yeah. so there, it's a lot of like rubes watching that shit on Sunday. It's just all people voting. And then, uh, but it's just celebrities that nobody fucking knows. It's just someone with a recognizable enough name here. Uh, but uh, it, it's just, it's just very sad. Uh, like, uh, they get soccer players because soccer is huge here. So then you just have like yeah, a soccer player. Like celebrities probably. Oh, he he dances now, even though he's 50 and out of shape. So he's he's a dancer yeah, for the new season. Like dancing with the stars the year before. He's going to yeah. keep himself in work. Uh, yeah. that That's a thing worldwide. Uh, but they nixed it in the UK first with the celebrity edition because celebrities don't want to be watched 24-7. They would get bigger names by... Uh, agreeing to those demands and then they eventually did that for just like the regular show they still do uh live feeds in the u.s and there's they never show if people are having sex they won't show they'll show like socks on the floor and you might you might hear like people get very discreet about it they hide under the covers people are jacking off and do it doing all sorts they're they're hip to the cameras now so they know how to get around it 
It's not like Big Brother Bulgaria or some shit where they just don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> just no, like... hold on. That's a, that's the a thing, too, is in these... Because there's every country has a Big Brother, essentially. Mm-hmm. If you watch Big Brother Brazil, that's full of sex and tits and breath. It's just everything... Yeah. Everything you could ever imagine, what they try to sell you on with the U.S., the U.K., Mexico, whatever it might be, go just watch Big Brother Brazil. You'll find it. Yeah, just godless women with fake asses trying to get did some Did I bring this up before, but they did uh, Big Brother Africa Season 2. The first Big Brother right. Africa. Wait, 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 hold on. Big Brother Africa? They didn't even yes. go to a specific country? That's kind of... No, they, okay. grabbed, <laughs> they grabbed people from different countries and threw them in the house. And um, there was a first Big Brother Africa, which was around 2001, 2002. And then Big oh, Brother wow. Africa 2, I, I tuned into, and you would have to do like um, uh, like Mega Link or Mega Upload. Do you remember that? Okay. Where you have to download yeah. multiple files. Hell yeah, it. dude. Yep. Yeah, so I did that for episodes, and their episodes were 90 minutes long. And the winner, something happened in the house in Big Brother Africa where a, a woman got intoxicated, and a guy was like, I'll bring you to your bed. Oh, and he no. brought her to the bed, but then he also fingered her while she was asleep. Mm-hmm. And this was a worldwide controversy. Now, Africa, the continent of Africa... <laughs> has different rules about this sort of thing. <laughs> Nothing happened. Of course not. Fast yeah. forward to the end, who are the final two? That guy and that girl. And who wins? I think I was thinking you know who wins. You know, yeah, as you know who, exactly who won the show. <laughs> Only in Africa, ladies and gentlemen. Um I just anyway. I love I love that because whenever people try to apply American sensibilities to the rest of the world, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't really go by those rules. So, fuck you. <laughs> like, whatever yeah. you think is going to happen, your outrage does not matter at all. There's people starving outside of the studio, and you're complaining about <laughs> someone getting fingered. <laughs> it's uh, it was it, I mean, this was before cancel. This was 2006 or so, and I remember it being a big scandal but nobody gave a shit in africa they proceeded like normal it was totally fine he won the show that was it so um this i mean on i mean what rhymes what rhymes with africa bat at atel royale so one of the first films that i purchased with my region free dvd player and my access to amazon.co.uk was the tartan extreme battle royale release which had a cool silver cover and everything and it turned out i didn't even need the region free blu-ray pl- uh dvd player excuse me because it was region free so anybody could could get it and i watched it and i was wowed by it it was one mm-hmm. of these movies that i found myself frequently looking up information about or looking at pictures of along with dawn of the dead and um you know, there were plenty of films that were very hard to find a physical copy of. And I would I would just go through long periods of research about these movies. Was and this your introduction to, like, Japanese movies? Oh, yeah. Oh, by, yeah. by the way, Big Brother Africa, the last season was in 2014, in case you want to check that oh, out. <laughs> so they did a couple more after that. Yeah. After them, I guess. Um, Nine seasons. Nine seasons. Wow. Yeah. They, I guess maybe were they knocking them out two a year? Nine seasons. 
11, 12. Yeah, I think it was once a year. Yeah. Anyway, so I, uh, was, I, uh, was that your intro it, to Japanese cinema? Yeah. It was my intro to Asian <laughs> cinema because the next movie I wound up picking up was Old Boy. And I was equally impressed by Old Boy. And I considered two of these these two movies, at least my in my top three or top four favorite films I, I had ever watched. Um, and that was, that was pretty huge in terms of broadening my taste for film, right. especially at such a young age. So... Battle Royale, I've watched this film dozens of times at this point. I have a special collect. I thought I had it on my desk here. I wanted to show it off. But uh, Arrow, which is a boutique distributor and one of the most prominent ones right now, back in about 2010, 2011, released a very thick box set. And this was something I also got on Amazon.co.uk because this was region-free. And um, it had the theatrical cut, the director's cut, and um, some Is it this one? documentaries. No, here's the thing. Oh. I spent a hundred and... It's right next to it. Literally right next to it. This, yes. This one? Okay. Yes. How much is that going for now? Probably 30 bucks. I spent 170 on the fucking thing. <laughs> no, not the steel book. Not okay. the steel book. That uh, greenish one. This? Yes. It is... Uh... Gigantic. Version. 22 pounds um well that uh that's a that's a blu-ray oh yeah yeah yeah. that god fucking damn it's <laughs> the size of a dvd box set i spent 170 on this goddamn thing oof wait hold on just to make it more humiliated uh let's see uh british oh how do you central african no you, you went past the south oh. african Pound sterling. Okay, so twenty-two, so thirty dollars. <laughs> now you can sell it for thirty dollars. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad, huh? I could, uh, I could get half a brown bunny Blu-ray with that. Well, that it's like uh, <clears throat> uh, when uh, when I was living in England, I got my PlayStation Four. Uh, uh, Hideo Kojima with Guillermo del Toro put out this demo for a Silent Hills uh, uh, game, right? go pt and you can't download it anymore and i was like i i have it on the playstation this shit is going to go up in price because you can't get it anymore mm-hmm. no you can get it for like 300 bucks and it's been like 10 years and just like oh fucking for no reason i have that shit on my playstation yeah so it I feel was like- really disappointing when when they announced they were doing the same exact set with all the special features for 4k blu-ray and not even priced at 100 it was priced at I just saw it on your Amazon for thirty bucks too, and back when it was first announced, that was I think eighty bucks or ninety bucks. I was considering biting the bullet on that because I enjoy the movie, and I also wanted to see uh, Battle Royale two in HD, which I have not seen before. Well, that's the that's the first one I showed, right? The the white one. It says HDR. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So anyway, we're going to be talking about this this film tonight, this battle royale, and uh, we have not yet, and I think we're nearing like the one hour mark of talking, and I don't think we have discussed a single detail of this movie aside from you thinking some of the teenage aspects were corny. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely ruthless. I think it's funny that they gave him a a lid as his weapon. That's pretty cool, just like a yes pan lid. Uh, and uh, the- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
let's pause this right now okay for the sake of cleanliness and simple editing let's cut this right here this is going to be the bonus show and we're actually talk about the movie starting right 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 in a second so all right that's been movies this is the this is the pre-show to the battle royale show okay there we go yeah so we got one episode down that's good all right thank you for listening